Hello everybody and welcome back. This is it. This is the start of the encounter to attempt to capture Malarius as the team gets in position with supposed backup coming from Senora Watson and Malarius arriving. I'm sure that absolutely nothing could go wrong in this situation, but let's find out what happens. So, let me get out of your way and let's get to the episode. When last we left off, you guys had talked to Senor Wanson and gotten him the information that you guys were setting up this meeting with Malarius that you guys wanted to try and scoop up a bug spirit. You guys met with the Ivans, bought some stuff. Chuck and RC tried to get into the restaurant and set up some super spy stuff that didn't exactly go great. Matter of opinion. It was perfect. Thank you. If memory serves, you guys set up this meeting at the same restaurant that you guys met at the first time. Yep. You guys killed it on the negotiation stuff, so... Killed it. Yeah, like six net hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. About 3.30 in the afternoon, I think, is what it was. In between the lunch and the dinner rush, so like 2 or 3 o'clock, yes. So you guys start getting together. What is your plan of action? Where do you guys want to meet up? Where do you guys want to do stuff before we advance the clock to go time? So I assume we're all just kind of gathered, having a discussion about when we're going to move over there. Makes sense to, to pre-plan. Alright, so what is our plan exactly, right? We want to make sure everything goes smoothly, and we want to make sure that Mr. Malarius is um, dealt with properly, and if not dealt with properly in a different way, right? You mean shooting, right? Yes, yes. Okay. I just didn't want to say it in a public place. Wow. Here in the middle of the brown spoon. How far have you come, Chuck? You're, you're just talking about, I mean, I get it, he's a bug and all, but you're just, you have no problem just gunning someone down now? I mean, it is a bug. Wasn't that what we agreed to just like a couple days no, ago? I agreed to just luring him and letting Senior Watson have another team come in and bag him. I didn't agree to doing anything else but that. I don't want to go in the place. I don't want to go near the place. I don't want to go near him. I don't have anything to do with him. But now you want to take on the task of gunning him down if things go wrong? If things don't go right, I don't want to leave anything to chance, to be honest with you. Right. The whole thing was, he knows us. He knows our comlink. He saw us and our face. So if he goes, oh, I just was about to get kidnapped or abducted, because he's not a kid. So he goes, oh, well, I know who set up this meeting, so let's, uh, let's, uh, torch their house. Yeah, let's torch the, uh, fake name, fake sin, fake credentials of the person that I met. He doesn't know who we are. He can't find us. Um, okay, maybe I just underestimate the fear that a bug should put in me. Maybe I've underestimated your bloodthirst. Fine. Fine, if you don't want to do anything, I, okay, whatever. Chuck sips on his milkshake. Well, so we're going to lure him here. I mean, he's going to want to see, you know, one of us, right? I think if he walks in here and doesn't see any, I just don't think this uh, individual, we'll look around, see if anyone's paying attention, is going to come out here just lollygagging and free of any suspicion. Okay, think about this from his, her, its perspective. They're going to be paranoid as hell. I know I want to be paranoid as hell. Why? Why would they be paranoid? They met with us before. He gave us info. We called them up and said, hey, we need to check on more. Everything went fine the first time. Why would he be paranoid? 
Because he is a weird ass super magic bug creature that if it got a word out that he existed would get nuked from space or something. I mean, like, I'd be a little bit worried, even in that meeting. Maybe he was paranoid as hell. Maybe the whole time they had eight different contingency plans we didn't even know about, and then it worked out well. Are we losing sight of the fact that this thing is not a human? I mean, we can't keep talking about it. No, no. I very much have that sight. That's why I don't want to go near it. I'm just saying. And Mary Sue's going to look at Mike. Mike, look, you have the most experience here. What do you think? About what? (sighs) I'm losing sight of your guys' argument here. Look. This is the bug. Do we gun it down ourselves? Do we need to do that? Or do we just trust that Senior Watson has another team ready to go to bag him? And if they fail, it's not our problem. That's a matter of do we trust the Johnson? Does the Johnson seem to have a team ready to go to extract this guy? This, This bug? Yeah. Because here's the thing, okay? Once the bug gets captured, then it's out of our hands, period. It's not going to be able to sit there and hive mind itself back to verdant acres. Once they're closer, I'm sure it could, but they keep it unconscious and that's away from us. Do we need to blow it out of the water right now? I mean, that was my experience with them in Chicago. I did that. I'd prefer not to go back into a place to have to do that again. We don't want to do that. It's a contingency plan. Right. It comes, everything goes great, awesome, fine. Team 2 comes in, swoops him off, and he goes off to bug jail. Otherwise, if it goes to shit, if I am correct, we should have, you know, a kind of sort of backup plan. I'm going to take, you know, my own little bugs that I control, put them in a cardboard box, put them around the corner, just as contingency. It goes to shit, 18 other little asshole friends show up, we've got some machine gun fire. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah, and nothing's wrong with having backup in anything, be it just bug thing or communications or anything. Nothing's wrong with that. But there Exactly. I guess the question, Michael, between the two options of letting it go back to the hive or blowing a dreck out of this thing, which you think is a better option? Because I'm thinking I don't want this thing to go back to the hive in any capacity, whether it means it gets picked up by the, the Johnson as planned, or if that doesn't pan out, I think we need to take care of it. For our own sakes, if nothing else. That would be in collusion of watching our back, if I remember right. If this thing doesn't get taken care of by the Johnson, and it appears that it is going to be running back towards the hive, then yes, I feel it should be eliminated. And in my opinion, I will be putting every ounce of power I have into frying it. And we're in agreement. No, no, we're not. We're not in agreement. The plan is this thing shows up, shoot in the face, and then leave pissing off the Johnson. His team, too, which, by the way, could outgun us. You're confusing it, RC. The plan is let it show up. We back out. Let the Johnson bag, tag, throw it in a van, take it to whatever hidey hole, deep cell, black ops site it has, and we don't see it ever again. If, however, the Johnson's team is inadequate, then Hellfire and Brimstone gets rained down upon the site. Well, that's all you had to say. You know, team. Are you sure that's what I did say? 
that's what I thought we were doing, and then Mary Sue just kind of goes against that idea. I mean, she's already done a big part of this. If she wants to go on a spa day while we're out doing this, like, she's done her part. I'm fine with that. No, Mary Sue is just not wanting to get her hands any dirtier with this bug than she has to, and I understand that. She doesn't want to get close and personal to it. She doesn't want to do anything near where its hive is, and all of that, like I said, I understand. Our job, as has been clarified, is to get the bug to the meeting location to wherever else this other Johnson has his team ready to go for extraction. That's the job. That's all we should be doing. Cool. If something goes south, there is no reason we should not defend ourselves. Mary Sue, is that correct? Mary Sue's just giving Chuck a, a real dirty look. Yeah, that's correct. Great. I love the vibe of this job already. So when are we getting started? We've done our part. He's going to show up to the restaurant 2.30 in the afternoon. How soon do you guys want to be there? I'd like to get a look at the place before things kick off, just so we have a good lay to land. It's the same place we've met. We've already been there. I have cyber footage if you want it. Like, I have cyber eye footage. It should be dead. Should we make sure that nothing's changed between then and now? I'm throwing up real early. After this meeting, I'm going to go get some protein bars, some granola, and a whole lot of coffee. I'm going to set up shop. It's going to be in the flashbys. And I'll set up a few uh, triggers to take you off if it goes to hell. It probably won't, but it could. I'll just be hanging out. Me and my little drones and the soothing sounds of AM radio. All I need is somewhere nearby that I can take a little bit of cover. And if things go to hell, I will introduce myself with a, with a bang. Otherwise, I'm going to stay out of this. It hasn't met me. It doesn't know my face. Speaking of bang, I did get you a present for that. Um, it's in uh, RC's van. Oh, I'm getting excited. I left the larger item that I purchased in your van because I wasn't about to take it with me into my apartment. Good call. Chuck, you got me a present. I'm touched. Is this like a romance thing? Or we, uh... No, I just don't know how to use it. I say we go look at this thing right now. You got your van here, RC? Yes, let's go. Do we have any more business to discuss? I'll look around. Doesn't look like it. You guys go ahead. Yeah. Have fun. Any gift that comes from the Ivans is, is going to put a, a grin on Boz's face. So she looks pretty pleased as she gets up. All right. So I don't know much about these things. So I took the Ivans recommendation. Well, not necessarily recommendation, just what they had in stock. So uh, RC, if you don't mind opening the door and showing us what we have. Definitely. Open the back of the door. A crate with Cyrillic lettering probably be like spanish because it's is it like an aztec yeah it's aztec right so it's got like the aztec symbol on it she just opens the back of the the van and like looks in sees the box and like pulls it. how big is this box you said it was pretty big uh i think it's about like a meter and a half long and probably say 50 centimeters wide buzz like pulls the box like to the edge of the, the van and like gives it like an affectionate little pat and she says Let's see what these crazy Russians got on their hands. And she opens it up. What's, what do we got inside? Another as technology striker. And I was told that this um, this specific type of ammo should be able to go through a window and then explode on the inside, destroying anything that might be driving away. Hey, this is a good present. You really know me so well, Chuck. She like 
gives his shoulders a squeeze or like a sideways hug thing and closes the case back up so no passerbys will like glance over and see a goddamn rocket launcher in the back of the van. I figured it was a good backup plan. You know me, I do like backup plans. A, B, and C. <laughs> right. I could melt this to the van. You ever be followed too closely? I hate being followed too closely. Uh, it only shoots once. Well, I mean, you shoot once. You don't need to mount it. You just need to open up the back doors, and I'll be there with it. It'll be it'll be great. Uh, there you go. Hey, uh, that's awesome. Because, you know, you only need one. You shoot that guy over there, everybody else, they, they get the message. You don't have a problem over there either. Yeah, you're damn right. This is going to be fun. I'll try not to use it unless I need to. I'll, yeah, of course. Of course. So you guys know all about this ambush that's being set up, and you know where it is. And you have the advantage of the time. Where do you guys want to set up for this meeting? Well, Mary Sue will be in her sidewinder uh, in the parking lot of the restaurant. RC's pulling an all-nighter in the van. She's going to be him and the drones circling, the little flashbys. And he will attempt to, at night when it is quiet, surreptitiously put his crawler drones under some cardboard boxes vis-a-vis Metal Gear. How close do you want your van to get to this thing? Because I think like the safest thing for Boz is to like just sit in the back of the van, and if things go bad, she can just pop out with all of her gear already on. I would park up at the at the farthest point where I could still see the establishment. I gotta be close enough to get over there, yeah. You could probably find a spot you can park within like a block or so. I want to be within a hundred feet of the place. Like I want to be able to like see it, and then if someone were to open a back door of the van and fire an RPG out, hit something interesting. That's the plan that I got. Well, we don't have to be there right away. We can be a decent distance away beforehand, and then when our target drives up, because Mary Sue said she's parking in the parking lot, so she can see when he comes in. So then when he comes in, we can park in a good spot so that we'll have a good angle. Sure. All right. Yeah. So you guys will just kind of circle and hang out until he comes in and then park reactively to him. That makes sense to me, because then we can have a better advantage. Sure. So that's RC and Boz in the van so far, Mary Sue in the parking lot. Michael and Chuck, where are you guys going to be? I would be in the car with Mary Sue. And then that means I will be in the van with RC, because I'm not going to be in that van with Mary Sue and Michael together, because that would be scary. I guess we'll kick it off with a little perception roll from people, and we'll see what kind of information I can give you as things roll out. That's a lot. So tensions will start to rise a little bit as you guys are sitting here waiting. You know that there is a incredible danger that is on its way here to meet with you, and at least it expects to meet with you. As you guys are looking around, scoping the place out, different vantage points, different sight lines, you're going to notice a couple of things. For one, it seems like a normal business day. There's a decent amount of foot traffic around. Cars are going up and down the street. Nothing seems out of whack with that as RC gives it more of that, you know, technical and car guy kind of look. You don't see seven black matte SUVs rolling through the area on a cycle or anything along those lines. Random cars, random colors, no real specific theme or pattern to them. Mary Sue, you will notice that a food truck pulls up down the street and sets up kind of across on the corner. And it starts doing its thing. The big window on it opens. People start moving around it. 
and some folks are coming up and buying what looks like some Spanish food. Mary Sue, in your rearview mirror, you will see a swing stage, one of those big window cleaning platform. It looks like it's got some drones on it that are cleaning the windows, and there's one person there running the controls on it. Anything about the immediate area that you guys are looking for or want to establish in the physical world? And um, what's the like pedestrian traffic like around here? It seems rather average. Mostly human slash elves. You'll see the occasional dwarf. You don't see a whole lot of orcs and trolls. Everybody seems to be dressed in a corporate nice business. Because this is a nicer area of downtown. This is a nicer area. Wouldn't a food truck be a little out of place? Especially next to a dining establishment such as this. You would think that, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, especially one that's selling, you know, Spanish food like tacos and burritos. Right. So, Mary Sue will make everyone aware that that seems odd. It's probably just their setup operation. I also think it's a good time to get tacos or burritos, then. Anyone want some? <sighs> nah, I'm good. RC? Now I got these rotary bars and coffee. Oh, well, I'm not just going to pick up food for myself. <sighs> Chuck just slips back into his chair. Well, don't let us judge you. I mean, if you're hungry, get some food. Or you can have some protein bars. Want a protein bar? Does it taste like bricks? Crunch is a taste. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, let's try a bite of this. Chuck will just take a chew out of it and probably spit it back out in the wrapper. And I'll, uh, I think I will go for some uh, tacos. I'll be, I'll be back in a bit. Take a look around when you're over there. See if you can see anything. I'll look for, um, Big signs saying that stakeout operation. Michael, as you're looking around in the astral, maybe it's your personal unease with your own experiences dealing with bug spirits and everything that happened in Chicago. Maybe you're picking up a little bit off of the other people around you. It feels like it's more than just your area that there's some unease to, and there's something here that you don't know what is. You can't like look at a thing and be like, oh, that's that's a bad thing, but you can just kind of feel something is in the area. Do I know a general area as to where that is? Not really. It's close, but it might be inside a building, or even like a vehicle would block your astral line of sight. So it's here. It probably just arrived here, because I imagine you would also check the area, Ashley, when you first arrived. So between then and now, something has entered the area that is eh, kind of skeezy and not something you're super excited about. Does it feel like the auras that I got when I was in Chicago? This is not something that you have felt before, unless there is some aspect to your background that I am unaware of. Okay, yeah, no, there isn't. So, uh, alright, so yeah, I'll look over to Mary Sue and just something, something showed up. I'm not sure quite what, but there's a general sense of unease going on around. I don't know if you can feel it or not. Take a look around magically if you were with your different saying your different abilities now, but uh, I, something else showed up. I can't I can't do what you do. I can't look around like that. <laughs> Barry Sue's just gonna kinda like look around the parking lot. Like I don't see any I don't see anything that looks that looks odd or strange. I mean Okay. Well I'm just uh just keep your eyes out then. Somebody else showed up here that it's probably just part of the other team. It lends a different feeling. So everything that's going on around here. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's you're just picking up the other team and, and Boz's paranoia and Chuck and 
Boz's paranoia and Chuck's paranoia I'm used to. So you know when you walk into a building or an office or like a, a, a hall of some sort and everybody just stops and looks at you and you got that feeling like, what, do I have something on me or something? That tension, that general unease. Mm-hmm. That's what has the feel going on right now. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll wait and see what happens. Secretly, Mary Sue's going to see if she can feel like what he's feeling. She's going to start testing out, like, can I, he said I could do that, but I don't know if I can. You know what we can do? We could have you roll five dice. No, it, hairs on the back of your neck are tingling a little bit, but that's maybe something just to do with nervousness and... Yeah, him putting that stuff in my head. Yeah. Maybe you felt something, maybe you're just being paranoid, maybe you're feeding on what Michael has said. Mm-hmm. Nothing concrete, therefore, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. So, Chuck, as you're walking up to this taco truck, you're going to see a quickway truck go past you and then turn down one of the corners. RC, I just saw a quickway truck. Can you put a fly spy on it? I'm going to send one of my fly spies to go tail it. Sure. Take a couple of moments while you uh, fly that around and find it and scope it out. Meanwhile, Chuck, you come up to this taco truck. It looks like a fairly standard food truck from what you can see. There is a pair of humans that are working it. They both look of Hispanic descent. It is a, a man and a woman. The important question, do they have quesadillas? For sure. Perfect. So I'll get their avocado and bacon quesadilla. Quesadilla with avocado and bacon flavoring. You got it. Perfect. There's a couple of other people here that stop up and get soydas and that kind of stuff. Are you looking for anything in particular or are you just grabbing a snack? Trying to make small talk and look in, you know, hey, what, you know, what do you have in the kitchen? I'm a bit of a cook myself. I've always wanted a food truck, but, you know, normal works. If you want to roll your perception with your observe in detail, I can give you more details about the truck. I imagine you don't know anything about Spanish. Not a thing other than Spanish people come from Spain. Pretty sure I can put that together. They are speaking mostly Spanish. They are giving you that smile of like, yeah, sure, I totally understand what you're saying, you know, kind of playing it off. But as you look around, having a little bit of knowledge about cooking and stuff, you're going to see that some of the equipment in there isn't turned on. Like, you know, let's say they got a deep fryer, but it's not turned on and it's new and there's a little out of order sticker on it. To your eye, it looks in too good of condition to be broken in some way when compared with the rest of the equipment in this truck. That deep fryer there could probably hold an assault rifle with like a folding stock or something like that. These people look a little bit more rotund as you're giving them the once-over. Could be some weirdness to them and whatever they're wearing, or you'll notice that the guy's apron kind of cuts around what could very easily be a piece of body armor on his chest. Right. All right, so I deny to everyone that these guys are armed, and um, I'm guessing they don't speak English. Well, at least they're holding up their end of the bargain, it looks like. Yeah, I'm not sure if these are our friends. I'm not certain on that yet. It might just be sort of a sort of a recon group backup sort of thing. Who knows? Chuck pays, smiles, and takes his bacon and avocado quesadilla. Starts heading back to uh, RC's van. Sure. Uh, hey, Mike. Um, could you? I'm not sure how your magic stuff works, but could you like 
look at them and see if they're bugs or bug-related, the people in this food truck. I want to know whose side they're on. Yeah, well, it could, but I mean, if I'm sitting there sensing as I'm going up to them, oh, as long as they're not too buried deep in their persona, I could see if they're a bug or not. I'm more concerned about that truck that you said was from Quickway. True. Okay. So, RC, can you give me a roll for your fly spy scoping out this Quickway truck? Indeed. Looks good to me. So with six successes, you're going to see some poor wage slave schmuck from a life that you have left behind. Not somebody that you personally know, but just that guy working to get where he's got to go. He is unloading a bunch of produce out here to what looks like a small hoity-toity elf store. As you fly around, you will notice that there are two big crates in here that have the Vernon Acres markings and stuff on it, like most of the other produce in here. What would you like to know with the rest of your giant pile of hits? Well, I mean, I'll follow him. I'll see where he's at. I'll just be observing him, and I'm going to keep my distance. Can you check if there's anyone else in the, like, the cab of the truck? Uh, indeed I can, Chuck. Buzz, 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 buzz. Flying around, you're not going to see anybody else in the truck. However, you will pick up some thermal readings from the two large crates. I'm getting warm readings from the crates? Yeah, from the two big crates. Okay, Doug. From this distance, or do I need to go in to check the lettering on those crates? Can I see if it says, like, graves or I don't know what? You don't see anything presented other than a big, like, slap a stencil, hit it with spray paint, Vernon Acres logo. How hot are we talking? You're talking a little bit under normal metahuman body temperature. Oh, yeah, we're going to report that. So, guys, it appears to be... And a normally hot amount of produce. Uh, is this guy struggling with this, by the way? Like, how big is this crate? He's not touching these two crates. He's moving other stuff in there. There's several crates which are not as so described. The two crates that are running hot are on, like, the left side, and on the right side, there's normal produce in different size containers for different produce. Okay, there appears to be some uh, bug-ass hattery happening over here, guys. I'm not sure what, but those crates are hot. The rest of the crates aren't. And I don't know much about the produce logistics industry, but generally speaking, it's not, you know, in the 90s Fahrenheit. All right, let's assume that this whole thing's going to get more complicated than we want it to be. What do you want to do? Is the truck wireless? It's wireless. So I might be able to take control of it and just drive it off. We don't want to do anything that's going to set off any alarms, right? Like, we need this guy to show up. So nothing can happen until he gets here. Okay. But if you can take care of that after he gets here and the, the situation's going down, then that would be great. Sure, that'll be my goal. I'll uh, try and take control of it. Maybe if the back auto-closes, I can just auto-close it and maybe drive it off. Yeah. Mary Sue. Yes, sir. From sitting in the parking lot, you're going to see the same little company car that Malarius was in the first time start to pull into the parking lot. Quick over comms to everybody. Heads up. It looks like he is pulling in. All right, let's let's see what these Aztec guys got. You're going to see Malarius get out. He's going to look around for a moment, and he's going to step inside the building. A couple of moments later, Mary Sue, you will get a comm call on the number that you gave for your contact information with Verdant Acres. A comm call? Yeah, like he goes in, he's in there for a couple of moments, you know, enough to go up and mm-hmm. talk to the host or the, to the bar or look around. It is right about your meeting time. Okay. And he is giving you a call. She will take a deep breath and answer the call. 
She'll say hello. Good afternoon. I was going to apologize for running a little late, but it seems we don't seem to see each other. No, no, I I apologize. I I should have I should have called you. I thought for sure we would make it on time, but there was another story. It ran long and traffic, and we'll be there in five minutes. Go ahead, order, start. We have a lunch, and uh, we will be right there. Give us five minutes. Would you like to roll a con roll? Yar. Oh, of course. Understand how these things can be, and we'll join you when you arrive. So she'll, you know, say her goodbyes, and then she's immediately going to DNI the Senor Wanson that your team better be in place because he is here, and he will be here for another five minutes. Senor Wanson will get back to you with a little emoji. Maracas? They shake to the left, they shake to the right. And then there's a little explosion of confetti. You guys presumably have five minutes before he is expecting you there. What are you doing? I'll be sensing more of the area, try to get a better grasp on what's going on now that I saw him go in. Sure. How many marks will I need if I wanted to take over the truck? You would only need one mark on the owner to spoof it, to like shut the door, that'd be one thing. But if you wanted to... like remote control it down the street and crash it into stuff, that would probably need more marks. Alright, so I'm going to get just one mark then. Sure. I need to roll to resist you hacking my truck. So you will get a mark on the truck and five hits after edge on Michael's ascensing test to check out the area. Looking around, you're going to feel that ominous presence again. It seems like it's coming from the taco truck. You're going to spot a malevolent cloud around this taco truck. Looking at it a little bit closer, it is a spirit, but it's a spirit that you don't recognize the kind of. It's not a fire spirit. It's not a water spirit or air spirit. It's not a bug spirit. It is not a bug spirit. It seems like it's just kind of oozing outside of the the dimensions of the taco truck in the astral space. Almost as if it were like sludge or toxic. You get the feeling that its magic and its essence and that kind of stuff is about the same as yours. Alright. Anything else you guys want to do before we fast forward five minutes to Malaria is calling you again? Is there remote access to close the back door of the truck? Yeah, you could spoof command this, slam that door shut. Sounds good. Mary Sue, if you need to, tell him I'll, I'll get out the car and I'll start walking up so that you can let him know that I'm heading up. No, if he expects to see someone, it makes more sense for him to see me. So I'll, I'll go in. I'd rather have you out here I'll be fine in a restaurant. He's not going to do anything in public. You're not going alone. Then we'll both go. The rest will be out here. It's fine. Hopefully this team will show up at some point and do their job. I don't like any of this shit. I don't know. Keep an eye on the exit. Mike? I don't know. Mike, be careful. So you guys going to get out and go inside then, or are you guys going to wait until your time limit that you gave him is up and see what happens? If after five minutes or bright, like at four and a half, yeah, so in a snit, get out of that car and walk in. Okay. And Michael comes with you. It's a short walk to the building and going inside. You will see Malarius. He's wearing a different suit, of course, but his back is to you guys sitting at the bar. Uh, he's got a glass of clear liquid in front of him in ice. And the, the host is standing there and waiting on you guys. Kind of look around. Where is Malaria sitting? He is off to the right at the bar. D&I wants him before we step, step all the way up. D&I back. Uh, how about you, um, I'll go in there. 
and sit with him. How about you try to locate where this other team is, or at least stay out here in case something goes wrong? I already told you, Mary, I'm not leaving your side. You're still in the same restaurant. You can keep eyes on me. Just don't be in there because I'd rather you be able to do something from far away where he doesn't know you're here. Surprise, you know, that advantage thing, right? Don't worry, Mary. I'm here with you. Okay. I will DNI this Watson. Tell him he better get his team moving now. He will send you back a message of the team is in position waiting for a clear view. I'll relay that over to Mary and suggest we take it maybe to a patio or for conversation since the guy is sitting at the bar. All right, let's go. On your approach, you will see the bartender do the little head bob towards you guys. Malarius will begin to turn and look around and say, Ah, our friends, you have arrived. We were beginning to become worried. We? Yes. Corporation, we were very much looking forward to this meeting. Oh, I thought maybe you had brought somebody with you, and I was just kind of confused. Oh, no, 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 no. Mary Sue's going to take a seat at the bar, uh, look around. Is this okay to talk, or do you want to go, like, patio area or in the restaurant, or do you want to stay at the bar? It is a wonderful day outside. It is nice in here, though it, it makes no difference. I would prefer to have a seat and not stand at a full bar. You're right. It's a lovely day doesn't often happen in Seattle. Why don't we go onto the patio? Very much. Your sound engineer seems to not be here today. No, unfortunately we had to fire him. He was terrible at his job. Oh, better to find out now rather than later. Exactly. So hard to find good help these days. It is disappointing, but not surprising. Thankfully, at Verdon Acres we have a clear policy on community and growing together rather than standing up for the individual. We prefer to lift everybody else up rather than push one member down. How is it that you do that? Teamwork and cooperation. And at this point, you guys have gone outside and are in the little patio area. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Uh, Malaris, um, like, I, like I, I said in the phone call, we loved everything you gave us. Just need a little bit more, you know, information uh, about maybe future plans, expansion. You know, do you plan on spreading verdant anchors at all? You guys will settle in. He'll wait for you to have a seat before he takes a seat. There are always hopes of expansions. At the moment, it's a matter of finding the right location with the right surroundings and having the right people in place to really get that other location up and running. A waitress will come up to you guys. Uh, if you two guys want to roll a perception real quick. The waitress will begin to take your orders. And she's, you know, mid-30s, black hair, a little bit of a tan complexion, and will begin to walk away from you guys to go get whatever it is you order for drinks. Malarius will keep talking for a little while. Do you want to roll me like an etiquette roll? Make it seem like everything's okay. Everything's fine. Everything's just fine. <gasps> My last edge. Everything is truly fine. Truly fine. The waitress will come out. She will put your drinks down in front of you. Be like, I will be happy to, to be right back if you guys need a moment to get ready for everything. And she'll look at you as she says that. Can I judge intentions on her? Absolutely. 
Thank you. With four hits on Judge Intentions, she'll put the drinks down and do that thing where they hold the tray in front of them. And as she turns to look at you, Mary Sue, you'll get the feeling that she's, like, directing your attention. Mm-hmm. You'll get the feeling that she may be part of the team that is here to help you. And then looking over her shoulder, you will see the swing stage kind of slide over to start washing the windows that are right behind where he's sitting. So I'm picking that up. So Mary's just going to say, okay, um, so I, I guess we can get started then while, while we wait. Mary Sue's going to take a, a look at Mike. Um, the recording equipment, did you bring it in? Uh, no, I left it out there. If you want to go ahead and grab it, set things up, because it, I mean, it, it's, your I just brought your little one piece. I didn't think you'd be ready for a video interview right here or anything. Well, why don't you go grab what you think we'll need? And I'll, uh, she'll look at Malaris kind of uh, uh, apologetically, and I'll, I'll just, I'll go to the restroom and, and freshen up just, just in case I do have to be on camera. I just don't want to look like I just rushed here through traffic. You understand. You guys want to roll composure? We'll see, uh, we'll see if he smells anything. And are you guys here telling the rest of the team any of this? Yeah. As soon as I can get away from the table, I would. He will see you guys kind of getting up to try and excuse themselves from this situation. It's like, if this is a bad time, we can set something up to do later, and he will begin to step up from the table. No, 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 no. It's not a bad time. You know, that, that other interview running long and, and making me late for this and, uh, you know, being one short on the crew. It's just, it's a lot. I, I apologize. I'm just, I just really want this to go well. It's, you know, to be honest, it's just, this is really important to me. This is really going to help me advance my career. I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like I'm just using you as a stepping stone, but I just want to, you know, I want to do a good job and, and I just want to make sure I have everything right. And I guess in trying to do that, I'm just really just dropping the ball. If you could just be patient, just give me a couple minutes. Let me get settled. I'll, I'll be right back. You'll go get the equipment out of the car and we'll, we'll be set and I'll have you out of here in less than 20 minutes. If, if please, please, could you just, just wait here and just give me a couple minutes in the, in the restroom just to gather myself, please. While this facade is going on, RC, you're going to notice a couple of things because I imagine Chuck is already in VR. That would be correct. RC, you're going to notice the taco truck close up, drive down the street, turn around and begin driving back in this direction so that now the door that opens up to where they were serving before is now facing the patio section where your two friends and this horrible monster are sitting. Chuck and RC tried to get into the restaurant and set up some super spy stuff that didn't exactly go great. Matter of opinion. 
It was perfect. Thank you. I mean, Chuck finally got to use his new pistol skill. <laughs> yeah, to taser some poor employee. Good for you. Yeah. I'm proud. The hilt was atrocious. What can we say? Right. Probably meet up, um... You know what? I'm gonna weasel out of this one. And say, uh... Chuck messages Boz, saying like, Hey, I got something for you. Uh, you wanna meet up somewhere? Boz messages back, says she, she's staying at a coffin hotel. She's got tons of money now, but she still stays in coffin hotels. So she works. She gives an address in like a, like a coffee shop that's open late, kind of thing. Cool. I just realized RC's gonna have the present in the back of his van. Well, this gets very awkward, doesn't it? Do you wanna just like, <laughs> you can, you can hand it over like on the way to the job yeah, that'll kind of work thing in, instead that'll we'll probably work in because I'm not going to carry that around in the middle of a coffin motel <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay I don't know what it is okay. I genuinely don't about 3.30 in the afternoon I think is what it was said uh, it was like in between the lunch and the dinner rush so like 2 or 3 o'clock yes sure probably just delete this later as I forget where I said but... yeah <laughs> so if he goes, oh, I just was about to get kidnapped or abducted because he's not a kid. Um, <laughs> sorry, I can't. I appreciate how you're, you're bug, sensitive. Bug nabbed. Got bug nabbed. So, Chuck, you got me a present untouched. Is this like a romance thing? Are we, uh... No, I just don't know how to use it. So it is like a romance thing, then. So, uh, RC, if you don't mind opening the door and showing us what we have. Definitely open the back of the door. Uh, I don't know if it's either like a box, like a, you know, an Amazon box with a little smile from A to Z on it. <laughs> I'm assuming it's kept in some sort of box and not just rolling around. Some military crate. Uh, uh, a crate with Cyrillic lettering? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, I think it's about like a meter and a half long and probably say 50 centimeters wide so for Americans that's a foot and a half or like length would be what four feet and a foot and a half wide and And then that means I will be in the van with RC because I'm not going to be in that van with Mary Sue and Michael together because that would be scary This group is, like, splintering like nobody's business. Like a piece of Ikea furniture. You will also notice in your rearview mirror, as you see on one of the taller buildings behind you, what are those window wiper things called? Do they have a name? The window cleaning people? Yeah. Window washers? Yeah, do they have a... That's what they call that thing? Oh, the... the... Yeah, call it bums, but hey. No, I, I... the... Yeah. Well, the either hanging. they're on the swing or they're on the, the platform, the hanging platform thingy. I know the, what the, you're talking about. Yeah. It's like a outside scaffolding that goes up and down. It's a swing stage. There you go. You know what we can do? We could have you roll five dice. For a sensing? No. Oh, for... I was going to say, I have six dice for a sensing. Yeah, but you can't... Um... Yeah. You need to be actually active to do that, so okay. you would have to hulk out here in the middle of your car. Nope. But a a numinous perception test is something okay. that you can do. Did uh, so? Mary Sue saw the the hanging platform thing. Did she pass that on? Because mm-hmm. I'm wondering. Like, no, I, that probably wouldn't look suspicious to her. Just the 
Okay. Truck. You don't see anything presented other than a big like slap a stencil, hit it with some spray paint, Vernon Acres logo. So it doesn't it doesn't actually say Bug Spirit on the side of the box. Uh, thank you, thank you, Bosley. <laughs> it sure doesn't say Bug Spirit on the side of the box. It, like a hundred percent doesn't say Bug Spirit. Senor Watson will get back to you with a little imagey of <sighs> what? Nothing. A Go taco. Ahead. No. Uh, I swear to God. Imagey. I know he's stealing my words. Number one. Number two. It's going to be a stupid imagey. Go on. Uh, Pinata. No. Burrito. Uh, maracas. Maracas. Oh my God. They, God. The worst. Uh, they shake to the left. They shake to the right. No. And then there's a little explosion of uh, confetti. <laughs> At least it's not an egg. <laughs> oh. They haven't known each other that well for that. <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to think how many marks will I need if I wanted to take over the truck you would only need one mark on the owner to spoof it if you're trying to like make it do illegal stuff like if you would just input it at de- one of the spoof it to input a destination for it to drive off or to like shut the door that'd be one thing but if you wanted to like remote control it down the street and crash it in the stuff that would probably need more marks alright so I'm going to get uh, just one mark then. Sure. So you guys going to get out and go inside then, or are you guys going to wait until your time limit that you gave him is up and see what happens? Also, was I aware that this taco truck is evil or potentially evil? <laughs> uh, Mike, no, did you- it did not. I did not just let everybody know that the taco truck is oozing magical wonkiness to everybody. Brilliant. Continue. That's too bad, because <laughs> I have this rocket launcher and I could make salsa out of that truck pretty much. Oh, boss, boss. I need to calm down. That's as yes. bad as those rockets. <laughs> as always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. Get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to, to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Badamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape and I don't think I need to add anything else. So. 
This is Oz from Beamburger Media, sound effects provided by freesound.org and by Sirenscape. Background music in the gray line was with a stamp by Twin Musicom and can be found by searching YouTube for no copyright coffeehouse jazz. Outtakes tune, as always, is Eponema Daydream by Bird Creek Royalty Free can also be found on YouTube. All sounds and tunes are attributed under the Creative Commons license.